Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile gaming review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn. And I chose Wood Turning 3D. Mm. Which, now think about it, absolutely nothing about this is 3D. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually. Maybe, Maybe there is an actual thing... I think I think the wood turning is actually no, it's not. Well, oh wait. Well, I guess one of the D's is, as they famously say, uh, is, is kind of out of your control, right? Like you can't. Right. Uh, you can go left, right, but yeah, there's no up and down. Like there's no concept yeah. of yeah that of that. The of actual that D, you know. Yeah, the actual thing that is turning, though, like, in terms of graphics, like, that is 3D. Wood Turning 3D is a 2021 game from, oh boy, I'm sorry, from Voodoo Games, the pretty terrible game uh, developer that just likes to steal games and uh, wrap them up in ads and churn them out. Uh, Yikes. Generally, we try to avoid Voodoo Games. I was not aware this was one. I got a little swept up but that's on me uh there is probably a original wood turning game that they ripped off for this <laughs> for this uh yeah for this so uh apologies my bad can i read you the apple app store description yes please i look i look forward to it all the time edwin wood turning 3d one lathe to rule them all space exclamation <laughs> point that's a very curious uh, choice there. Uh, the best woodworking simulator. I'm going to say it's very brief. The best woodworking simulator, period. Complete customer orders, period. Turn a piece of wood into the given shape, period. Cut, carve, polish, paint, and add stencil to your work, period. Earn money and improve your lathe room, period. Period. That's all you get. Well, they've kind of done our job for us, really, because that is actually the game <laughs> right there. That is the game, <laughs> yep. Sam, what's your seven-day seven rating for... <laughs> Uh, as 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 tempting it would be to just go straight to the day's rating um i think there are some things that we should talk about right very well um as a game like this is very simple like you said all you're really doing is you're following an outlined line on the screen that you know depicts of the item that you're trying to lathe as a woodworker Done. So there's I a you done. start out yeah as like a piece of wood that's turning in front of you and then there's like a stencil over it and you just simply have to use your tool your chisel to no. kind of go on the outlines of the 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 wooden spinny thing and as you do the lathe you can see what item you're creating and you do this extra step at the end of it uh, by sponging it which I think that is a very vigorous sponge because it's it's <laughs> yeah that is not accurate uh, you're sanding it at that point i don't know why it's a sponge right. i mean maybe uh, there, is such called, thing as a, there is such a thing as a sanding sponge so maybe i, can I give see them maybe that's what that, it means but, but it does take away much too like significant amount of wood as you're sponging this thing but i think the idea is like you're just like smoothing out the edges like you know sometimes as you lathe you know you might have a jittery hand and cause some little jagged lines on your what is supposed to be a smooth barbell that you're leaving out of wood. Well, you're t- okay. Let, okay, I don't want to be that guy, but let's do some terminology mm. just to make sure that we're using the uh, correct terms 
even though they want to use the word like sponge. So lathe of course, is Edward, yes. the actual machine that turns the 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 stock like the uh, that's like the, mm. the, the 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 piece of wood that's your the uh, lathe is the spinner. Yes, the lathe is the spinner. Um, the yeah, you it then spins the wood around the axes, and then you take your chisel and you turn. That is the, the verb. You turn the wood to reveal the shape that you kind of want it to. Right. Um, and in uh, this case, yes. turning in layman's terms is to like in layman's terms is to like grind away, right? Like so, you're yes. appointing your chisel on places of the wood and it stripping away the pieces of it, like chunks of it. Right. Yeah. And as always with woodworking, it's very easy to take away material. Very difficult, nay, impossible to put it back. <laughs> and of course. When you're doing this in real life, there is no magical stencil that appears before your eyes and tells you what shape to make. That is not a thing that Only exists. the stencil that is in your mind. <laughs> right. In the mind's eye. Right. We should talk about the story, Sam. You are a, 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 a industrious lathe owner just ter- wanting to make a small profit. And every day, customers line up uh, at your lathe shop demanding strange shaped items made from wood for inexplicable reasons in exchange for money uh you get there are apparently a significant number of people that are that's coming to your lathing (laughs) wood turning booth for items that they need made too sweet for large amounts of money like yes yeah like i will pay two hundred dollars for a wooden dumbbell which does not seem (laughs) practical or useful really uh but hey for money you will do that uh you if you so you can then choose to accept or deny their their demand i mean uh, request uh you do the turning the sponging <clears throat> sanding uh there's an awful oh gosh there's the paint spraying which is dreadful the patterning also dreadful uh but then once you finish that you are rated on the accuracy of their demands of their original demands i.e. how close did you get to the stencil, the magical stencil that appears over your eyes as you are lathing, uh, as you are turning, excuse me, damn it. Uh, and you are, strangely then, depending on the accuracy, that's how much they pay. So if you're very inaccurate, they pay less, which again is right. not really how things work in the real world. Uh, but well. <laughs> uh, And then with that money, you can then upgrade your little lathing booth uh, new curtains, for example, a uh, new kind of wood, I think. You can then upgrade to something that looks an awful lot like brass, but that's not, again, that's very problematic because that's not how you, okay, yes, you can't use your wood tools on brass. It makes no sense. But here, yes, accuracy takes second uh, second seat to, I guess, some kind of This very game accurate progress. simulation game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is really the game. Sam, how did you get on with wood turning 3D? Oh, Edwin. I, well, I really tried to discount the fact that it was from Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Gave it a go. And yeah. really, like, after the first success of making the item that they request you, I found very little motivation to actually play. <laughs> you didn't want to upgrade your booth. <laughs> you Mainly to because money like, and improve your lathe room. As they say. Even in the first job that I got, which was, I believe, it was like to lathe. What Dick. was it? A rocket. It Ooh, was a little. 
rocket stick, oh, right? Like it looked like a little yeah. rocket stick. You know, those bottle rockets. Yes. Um, after I did that, every single thing that I tried to do just led me to one of the worst mobile ads you can ever think of. And not only that, like there is a lower display ad that shows up in the bottom. And then as soon as you load up the game, there's a little popover window that shows another voodoo game. Uh, and I, I was like, this is, it's like one of those websites where you accidentally get to and it opens pop-ups within pop-ups and you're trying, you're busy trying to close them. Uh, it felt like that. And I felt, okay, maybe do I really want to just get rid of the ads at this point? Because normally like for any other game, if there is a pretty good cadence of actual gameplay, versus ads i'm like okay yeah i'll pay for it and i'll get rid of the ads but i didn't want to for this game i didn't want to give them the money and halfway through my second lathing job or my second wood turning job i was like okay i think i think i've gotten the point uh so i did not get on pretty well with this game edwin unfortunately yes as always with these uh very ad heavy games uh, airplane mode is your friend uh, to get around that uh, but yeah the ad load is pretty gross I understand people gotta get paid but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do uh, how did you get along with this Edwin I mean it's kind of dumb fun and it was mildly amusing for a little bit uh, yep I think that's all I gotta say really shall we get to the three by threes Three things good and three things that displease. Well, I think the good thing is like if you are in the appetite for a wood turning game, right? Where you can see like a little item being crafted out of a chisel that you put upon a spinning block of a spinning log. (laughs) I think this game actually does that part pretty effectively, right? Like, sure, there it's not like the most, um, what do you call it like gamified wood turning thing where you know it, it removes a lot of like it, it might get rid of like some of the jaggies for you it's very raw it's like spinning thing right as soon as you put your chisel it just chips away right and you kind of have to like guide it um and that part is actually not bad right considering that it's actually making a 3d shape uh from how you're appointing that chisel to that log. Uh, so, yeah, if you like that aspect, maybe you want to give this a try. Or maybe you try and find the original game. Yeah, I was going to say, aside from the fact that Voodoo probably ripped this off from another game, uh, it is kind of an interesting idea. Like, I don't think I've seen a uh, wood-turning game before. So that is kind of fun. Um, there is some attention to details that you can have different shaped chisels. You've got the round the flat-nosed or the pointy chisel. I don't know the name of that one officially. Right. Uh, and same with the with the sand sanding sponges. Um, and it does a reasonable good... I, I quite like there's the haptic feedback as you are uh, cutting down some of the some of the material, which is... Yeah, kind of fun. Um, yeah, that part, I actually... I, I enjoyed it. Like, there's a little, like... You know, the haptic does a little vibration on every time you take away, like, significant chunks of the wood. I thought that was really good. Yeah. On to the bad points. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bad points. Um, so, from, I mean, let's just get right to it, right? Like, the, the way that this game tries to monetize, I think, is really gross. And I think that is probably the biggest signifier. Like, it all... It, I don't know, like, with these games, I always feel like it's not really the point of the game that they're trying to express. It's really, how do we get people to monetize the most? And I think that was, like, the the ickiest part about this game for me. Yep. Uh, if you are looking for a realistic wood-turning uh, simulator, this is not it. Uh, <laughs> there are many issues uh, not... I mean, the the biggest one for me is that you it is completely uh inaccurate into how the physics of this work like if you were to jam your flat nose chisel all the way in and create a like a, a gouge in the middle in the game you can now then move your chisel left and right which just would not it would just snap right off and probably cause some horrific injury because uh, it or seems like- there's blades on every <laughs> side of the chisel <laughs> as soon as any part of a chisel touches a piece of wood it is uh, then destroyed which is not true the chisel just have the sharp end not the sides um, right which, I did I, I did mean, take I, note of that as well I yeah. thought I was like oh like when I first started playing I was like okay go in pull back go in again you know like the ways uh, you you would have to do this but no you can just mash it around uh, <laughs> or like come at it from an angle right so like the cutting edge is at like a 45 degree so that you can kind of oh, like move it yes, over right, right. yeah you can, yeah but yeah. there was none of that kind of like dimensionality to the actual chiseling um yes. and it's like yeah you're yep. just pointing a shape in and it's just cutting it out immediately yeah um, uh, the spray paint and stenciling part is just ridiculous like that was entirely <laughs> pointless you're not paid extra there's no guides for like how the colors or the stencil should be. All the colors are hideous. I don't know why you would spray paint wood, uh, uh, or I mean that doesn't really make much sense. Uh, or, yeah, or it would have been it. better. Strange. Maybe stain. If it. it was like you stain it, right? Like you stain it, and then it like it deepens yes. the color of the wood with like the grain showing. Like that would be great. <laughs> that would have been really good. And then like maybe the last phase is putting in a varnish or something like that. Like you can choose your different types of oil, which have you know, it's either Ooh, very matte oil. and yes. protective or <laughs> glossy, right? Like, there are, there are purposes for certain things like these. And I think, yeah, they could have gone with that stuff. Um, I think, as a game, it would have been really great to, I don't know, like, maybe one finger controls the speed of the lathe and the other controls your Ooh, chisel, right? Yeah. Because sometimes if you go in too quickly, you know, the chisel would just fling out of your hand and stab you in the forehead. Right, game over, man. Game over. <laughs> right, and I feel like oh. that is where the repairing of the chisel could have made more sense. Like if you're going too fast, mm. which is for a faster chisel, Ooh. you know, and you put it in like way too quickly, you put the yeah. chisel in way too quickly, it'll damage your chisel, right? And if it damages your chisel, it doesn't work properly, right? Right, and then that's bumps. where the payments, yeah. where your money comes from. Like you need to repair the chisels, keep them sharp. Upgrade them yeah. to the, like the Japanese longer lasting chisels. Exactly. Oh, Sam, we should make a wood turning game. <laughs> Sam, let's get to the final seven day ratings. Sam, what is your final seven day rating for wood turning? It is a 3D? one. Okay. <laughs> it is a one day out of seven. I apologize, Edwin. Um, I tried to look at the better points of this game, and 
I had absolutely every time I went in, uh, even on the second day, uh, I, I just saw all the ads around it, and I was like, "Ooh, no, thank you, not gonna do it." How about you, Edwin? What is your final seven-day ratings for Wood Turning 3D? You're right. The ads, the sheer ad load, does render this largely unplayable. Uh, but I, I played it a few times. Um, I have up, made some upgrades to my lathe booth or lathe shop. Got some new drapes. Got some. Yeah, I can now chisel metal. Seemingly, uh, so it is a three day for me. But I don't think any normal people should play this. Uh, well, after that disaster, Sam, we look to you for guidance. What shall we play for the next seven days? Out of all your, I know, I know you're quite a fashionable guy. Well, thank um, you. Obviously, podcast do you know- listeners doesn't come across <laughs> on podcasting, but yes. <laughs> what would you say is one of your favorite French haute couture brands? <laughs> uh, APC. Mm. Are they French? The ones that make the uh, rubber, the sneakers? I think so. I'm pretty sure APC is French, mm. yeah. Well, very good. Well, Um, now hang on, Sam. I need to look this up. Otherwise, I will look a fool. (laughs) And I cannot have me looking a fool on the internet. Ooh, a French ready-to-wear brand founded in 1987. Oh, I I didn't realize it was that long ago as well. I thought it was like a 2000 brand. Atelier de production et de création. Oh, wow. Okay, great. I do All know. Right, well, okay, yes. You have schooled me. But that does um, suggest was, to me that is not the answer you were looking for. That is not the answer. Uh, we're going to take a look at Louis the Game from Louis Vuitton. Oh, boy. And the wow. tagline is, Happy Birthday, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Sam, I, I don't know what's happening with you, but I love that you chose this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the official game from Louis Vuitton. Uh, Edwin, you have seven days to play. Louis the game. Wow. Wow, yeah, the seller is Louis Vuitton SA. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, I had no idea this existed. <laughs> have you seen my phone background? Oh, Yeah. I can't believe you still have that. You've had that forever now. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, again, I, don't, I realize that does not work uh, on a non-visual medium. But my phone background is the, uh, the sort of the gold on brown Louis Vuitton pattern, but with the uh, Mario Brothers all, uh, power-up signs. Right, like the star, the flower, and the block, right? Yes. Oh, and question mark, most importantly as well. Mm, very good. Because I will say the one time, one time I, I went to the Apple Store to I forget what happened. Maybe I had a cracked phone or a cracked screen or something, and the genius, <clears throat> not a genius, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> did say, "Ooh, this is the best background." He said something like, "Oh, nice background," or like, "Oh, that's the best background I've ever seen." And so now I cannot change it <laughs> unless I get a dog or something. Right. Yeah. It is the official compliment from the Genius yes. Bar. So yeah, from you Apple. Cannot change it. it is the best background Apple has ever seen. Up from the official Apple spokesman. Amazing. Like I'm whenever I see it on your phone, I always I'm always concerned that it's the wrong resolution since you've I know you've had that for over five years. 
Yeah. If anything, like maybe the leather mm. texture is. Yeah. Ma- oh, damn it, Sam. Maybe you've just ruined this for me. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> sorry. I think you I don't know pay- where I got it from. <laughs> you need to pay a fiver to recreate that for you in the highest of <laughs> resolutions. Yes. So, Edwin, you have seven days to play. Is it oh, Louis the game or Louis the game? I, I'd say, I say it's Louis the game. Oh, well, it's, it's Louis Vuitton, isn't it? So I believe uh, yeah. so we shall go with Louis. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam, you are nothing if not full of surprises. Before we go, Edwin, uh, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. In fact, I have two. Uh, one is maybe a little bit of a follow-up to the previous thing of the week. Uh, of car detailing Instagram I have now gone from a viewer to a participant and now have spent far too much money on (laughs) chemical guys car detailing products oh boy so uh, yes I have actually also bought a foam blaster despite not having an outdoor space or a hose but one day I will let me me ask this one thing then trying to invite myself around to my New Jersey suburban dwelling friends to wash my car. So you can wash your car. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, maybe we should have a washing party because, like, you know. Yeah, when did you last clean your car? Let's wash all of our cars like while we're at it. Yeah. yeah. When did you sure. last clean your car? Uh, last week. I brought oh. it to a car wash. Okay, that's a smart thing to do. I <laughs> went, so I was on vacation last week, uh, a little Airbnb cottage. And, get this, they had an outdoor hose and uh, hose pipe. And I actually went to, the, I went to the Dollar General. I bought a $4 little hose. Bucket? Uh, a bucket and a little hose gun. Little, what do you call it? Like the little attachment. Yeah, at the like end. the little sprayer thing. The, yeah. yeah, water sprayer. Oh my God, Sam, that was the best $4 I've ever spent. Like you had like eight <laughs> different types. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I didn't... All of my car detailing products were not with me at the time. But uh, I did wash... I washed the car, known as Nigel, uh, and that was probably one of the most fun couple of hours I had. Matthew was, he was out at the time, and he comes back, takes a look at Nigel, who that's the name of our car. Uh, he's there glinting in the sun, sun, glinting off the, uh, off the roof. The sun roof, the wheels, the moon roof. Fine little shiny. He looks, he takes a beat, and he goes, well, you can clean. <laughs> absolutely rinsed me <laughs> but for some reason uh, yes cleaning the house is not something I enjoy cleaning a car very enjoyable I right why is that I don't know well I think it's more like maybe if you call my if you call it house detailing mm. I mean there is I should totally yeah. acknowledge there is a whole there is a lot of BS I think uh in the, like, you are just being sold more and more things like oh you need well this is a pre-wash spray then you have a post-wash spray uh, and then you need to have a certain type of pad to put on mm. this uh, application uh, oh and then you need something to clean the pad so then you need a, a pad cleaner cleaner uh, and and such as it goes on and on but right I yeah i think down the rabbit hole i think if you're using wax it's a different story, right? Like if you're using wax, which I think people like live and die by, 
before you, when you wash it, there something happens to the wax where it's like parts of it comes off and that creates an uneven shine to your car. So what you want to do is you want to strip off all the wax by using a soap product like Dawn or something like that, or like a mild Dawn or a detergent. Gets rid of all the wax so that after you've stripped it off, you know, on top of that clear coat, you then reapply the wax, right? Mm, right. But then reapplying the wax can be done in multiple ways, right? You can just like use your, you know, a little elbow grease and actually get in there, which can produce a nice wax, but it's like an inconsistent gloss. You can get in there with like that, that you know, machine. Yes, the buffer. Which yep. Oh, you can, the buffer. Oh, believe me, you can buy them too. They will sell you them very happily with several different pads, with different types of buffing. Uh, right. Yep. Then and of course, you can you get different in- chemicals for the automatic buffing versus the manual buffing. And then you get into like the, you, there's like people that use micron measurements so they can measure how much wax is actually put onto the clear coat. Uh, like almost like a laser reader that they put onto the thing so that they can actually find out if they're buffing it off evenly. And apparently like that makes a difference. Uh, especially right. in between the gaps, right? So yeah. that that shine is consistent. Anyway, yeah. now we're getting into so like the latest crazy technology, territory. though. Is so yeah, wax. A lot of people still love the wax. The new thing is ceramic. Ceramic, right? Where they have some BS. Well, it's so hard to tell if this is BS or not. But like, they now have like nanometer uh, particles that they can like then use that to fill in. The uh, the sort of micro abrasions, the scratches and swirls that may appear on your on your car. Um, yep. But then, of course, that is a whole other thing that have to be applied with the clay bar, uh, and then you need lubrication for that, and then then that's when mm. you put. Oh my gosh! Anyway, it's a whole world. I do believe oh. in the clay bar though, because the clay bar really removes a little micro dirt that really gets stuck onto the the clear coat. Hmm. Um, but the clay bar, yeah. It's crazy. There's like so much that you can put into it. Um, but yeah. I mean, if it helps you sort of like clear your mind as you do it, which I think is like very meditative and it's, you know, oh my calming. Gosh. Oh, yeah, put on some podcasts. Right. Yeah, I can totally see myself going down this, this rabbit hole. Yes. Anyway, this was not actually my thing of the week. My other thing of the week <laughs> is uh, Sam's method for reheating pizza. Mmm. Get yourself a big heavy frying pan, put your slice in the pan, uh, quick lid on, boom, 10 10 minutes, you have perfectly reheated pizza, crisp base, warm top, fantastic. I will now not be reheating pizza any other way. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Like sometimes in order to speed things up, I like to put like like a tablespoon, like not a tablespoon, like half a tablespoon of water onto the pan as it's hot. Because then that steams the the top Steamy of the, the pizza. Yep, and you put on the lid pretty tightly, and then it, it melts the top of the cheese like really well, and you got yourself a crunchy bottom and Love a, crunchy a bottom. loosey goosey top. Yep. If you have not <laughs> done that before, yes. We next time you have leftover pizza, reheat it in a in a frying pan. Game changer. Game Thank changer. you, Sam. No problem. Anything pizza related, I'm there for you. <laughs> My thing of the week, Edwin, is tech-related. Um, I recently got the Elgato Face Cam, which is possibly the best name for a webcam. Oh, the f- Face Cam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Elgato. Okay. That's oh, what yeah, I'm using you... right now. Oh. 
the benefits of a face cam is you know so people like the look of like a dslr so if you if you look at some popular twitch streams you know they have like a really crisp webcam look with like a nice bokeh in the background picks up the blues really nicely so you know obviously if you're using like a gaming setup there's lots of blues and neons around of course and it picks up all those like reflections really nicely yeah but it's not easy to set up right you need like a dslr setup you need like a cam link which is you know a little device that converts hdmi signals and it interprets them as a webcam so your computer can pick it up um but and then you got to set up like the hdmi out for your camera in order to do that so complicated setup you know you need to power up your camera make sure it has a power source and then plug it in so it's like at least two wires that you need to maintain the convenience of a webcam is that it's just plug and play right like you just plug it into the usb and it works uh and the face cam it's like i don't think it's a higher resolution it's only 1080p but the sensor is good where it picks up at a pretty high I mean, at a pretty low f-stop. So meaning like it could pick up low lights easily and it kind of works like a DSLR without it being a DSLR. You don't get the bokeh in the background, but it picks up low light really well. And it's 60 frames per second without any sort of like processing, right? So mm. off the bat, it just provides a really nice crisp 60 frames per second. Ooh, so also you, doesn't have you a two can look like you're in The Hobbit. I mean, exactly. <laughs> also doesn't have a mic which, you know, a lot of times when you do plug in that webcam, oh boy, yes. it immediately picks up the mic and assigns it. Uh, so that kind of stuff is convenient. Hmm. And remind me what it's called, yeah. the El Gato Face Cam you roll. El Gato Face Cam. How does it attach? Um, it has, like, a pretty good mounting thing. So you can either, it has, like, the thing where you can, like, hang it over your monitor, right? Or you can like unscrew that portion, and there's like a, a quarter inch hole, which is like all tripods have. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And the other cool thing is if you you know normally like you fiddle around with like your settings of your webcam, right? Like you say, I want the zoom to be at this level, I want the white balance to be at this level, um, and then you save it on the software, right? But then you bring it to another computer that might not have that software, and all those settings are lost thing about this is it actually saves everything onto the webcam on the hardware so you bring it over to another computer or you turn off your computer and turn it on again it retains all those settings which is nice mm, that's always handy mm. Mm. i'm now just looking at pictures of the elgato face cam uh yeah. two hundred dollars available from elgato.com mm-hmm. so people compare it to the brio the brio i think the you sensor is up. not as good the Logic, Logitech Brio. Mm, okay. Um, I think the sensor is much better than the Logitech Brio. Uh, but yeah. Currently out of stock on, on elgato.com. Right, yeah. But, I yeah. figured it would be. I bought it like as soon as it came out. You're, you're there. Your finger's poised over the latest webcam technology news to come out. Well, especially with hardware. Because these days, like, you know, there is like a chip shortage and everything is... It's sold out so quickly and you can't get it anymore. Yeah. And then the black market ensues. (laughs) Is that another face? Is that another kind of webcam? The black market ensues? Yes. (laughs) It's from Black Magic, which actually is like a a video processing company. (laughs) 
Well, that's our show. Uh, Edwin, you have seven days to play Louis the Game from Louis Vuitton. If you want to tweet us your game suggestions, you can on Twitter at 7 Days to Play. Follow us uh, and find us on your favorite podcasting app by searching for 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play! 7 Days to Play!